ladies and gentlemen, the Aldrins. Arguably the most influential band in the history of the civilized galaxies, the Aldrins have impacted everything from common languages, arts, culture, style, technology, and perhaps most notably, music. The show was spiritual, man. It felt like everyone in the audience was family, but that family that, like, you kind of hate, but you still love. Damn, dude, cool select the Aldrins. They got the dopest, fattest beats. I mean, beats so fat, they butt cheeks flap, not of me, not of me. Sector 8, let's make some From their tumultuous origin. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to saying that. Yeah, back where we came from, Milky Way was more of a candy bar, you know what I'm saying? Fucking... This, hey, yo, can we curse on this shit? Uh, I think that's You're what? already cursing, moron. Yeah, we come from a planet called Earth. To their combative breakup. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. You see how many people are out there? Yo, fuck you too. Fuck you. Few can deny the indelible mark that they have left on our society. But as more and more generations are coming up without their influence and their solo careers fading. It begs the question, as the story of the Aldrins come to its end. Charlotte, um, you're the the first to arrive on this uh, this habitat, which is a long cylindrical um, <laughs> tube, basically. <laughs> uh, that, uh, has Literally, not even thirty seconds in. Of course, penis. Listen, you're the one talking about long cylindrical tubes. Come on. Well, you're inside one right now, so uh, well, you're not. You're you're on your way to the long cylindrical tube. Oh, um, semen! Char- I'm semen. <laughs> yep, Char- Charlotte's already there. I posted the map in the the chat. There, it's um, roughly about 14 miles long and uh, four miles wide. And since it's you're on the inside of a cylinder, like it curves in on itself. So um, if you were to look directly above you, um, you see greenery and uh possibly depending on where you're standing you see a uh central lake or pond depending on like the size judgment between a lake and a pond which i didn't bother to look up you've just unloaded off of your uh your transport to this um this cylinder which is the uh canister habitat ftt cl 1980 all right so just uh, kind of give you a quick rundown of like what Charlotte looks like. She is still very much stuck in the uh, 80s with her aesthetic. Um, 
Um, um, definitely looks a little bit uh, worn and a little um, bit ragged. Looks older you know? than her uh, probably late 30s. Probably should. Probably should. She's got like a mohawk, but it's not like spiked up or anything. It's sort of starting to grow out on the sides as well, and it's just kind of messy. Like she's wearing sunglasses at, at all times. Besides the fact that she is incredibly fucked up at all times. The majority of the clothes are, you know, have pyramid spikes and whatnot, kind of a motif. And um, I think she's wearing a really, really old Motorhead t-shirt, and it might even be the t-shirt that she was wearing when she left Earth. Cool. Gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> would you say that you would have probably uh, packed light, or do you uh, travel with a bunch of stuff? Oh, dude, she legitimately, the only thing that she has with her are her vitamins and um, her special shakes and tonics. Okay. Are they legit vitamins, <laughs> or are they vitamins? I guess you'll have to find out. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so uh, you find yourself, you've just gotten off of the, uh, the airlock from uh, your vehicles, or your, your vehicle that you transport that you've taken to this uh, canister, which is in the middle of uh, nowhere, so to speak, in, in space. And it's known as uh, the central void. It's pretty much the closest void to the kind of center mass of the great attractor, which is the galaxy that you guys live in. And so imagine uh, where this canister is located is kind of like the boonies um, outside the big city. Okay. Is, uh, like, does she even, do Do I have, like, any sort of an idea of where to go or anything like that? Uh, nope. You were just told that uh, you're, you're being paid to, to kind of provide your uh, celebrity for uh, a charity thing. And um, uh, you were telling me kind of in your, your backstory that you, you've been kind of hard up for money in times uh, recently, and so uh, you're jumped at the chance to turn some cash. I'm gonna go and find a bathroom. Okay. Yeah, there's a bathroom in the um, the shuttle terminal, um, which is building two, and also uh, there's a convenience store right across from it. The gas and go. She uh, goes in and she's gonna um, like splash a little bit of water on her face and like just look at how red and bloodshot her eyes are and she'll put the sunglasses back on and she'll go into one of the stalls and uh, she'll pull a joint out of her pocket and light it and just kind of sit there for a little while. Yeah, and there's not really a whole lot going on. Um, you saw there was a shopkeep inside the, the gas can go and um, there was uh, one person in the uh, shuttle terminal kind of working the desk in there and that's... Uh, the only people that you've seen since uh, you were dropped off here. All right. When she gets done and she kind of like feels confident in dealing with people again, she's going to go out to the front desk and stand there for a little while. All right. So, uh, yeah, you stand there. And after a minute, a uh, older fella, um, kind of scruffy beard, um, wearing like a long turtleneck sweater and um, some overalls kind of, walks over to your way and places his cane over um, on the desk and says, uh, I, uh, can I help you? I don't suppose you know where I'm supposed to be? Not in the slightest. Um, I'm guessing probably at the camp. That's where most people go. They come here. It's just right down the road there. You don't know who I am? He kind of 
uh, reaches down and grabs his glasses and, and puts them on, and they're the kinds with the the really exaggerated hooks that go around the ears so they don't fall off when you look um, down at something. And he puts them on and kind of sizes you up. Says, uh, oh, you look kind of familiar, but um, can't say I could place a name. The fucking Aldrins, you emotional terrorist. Oh, you're another one of them, eh? Well, uh... Yeah, we've gotten your lot around here before, all the pretenders and stuff, but, um, I would just say, if you're here... Did you just call me a pretender? <laughs> Don't try to act like you're some hotshot like the originals. Uh, everybody knows knows the deal. We get so many of your kind, and well, I'm kind of sick of it. I'm getting too old for this. But if you need somebody... Just down the road, Cap. It's where everybody goes. I'm sure that's why you're here. Whatever. And she'll storm off and head in that direction. All right. And, uh, yeah, as you walk out of the shuttle terminal, there is, like, a sort of um, kind of rough dirt road that kind of leads into the, the forest a bit. And um, you can kind of tell by the curvature of this uh, this place that it um, goes towards the lake and meanders and, and eventually goes into a uh, a campsite that's got like um, five buildings of uh, varying sizes, all uh, kind of around a semicircular kind of hub area. And as you walk up, um, roll a notice check for me. All right. Uh, that's going to be two. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you see your favorite things in the world. A bunch of kids running around. <laughs> and they're all, like, probably between uh, 7 and 10 of uh, Earth years and stuff. And there's varying uh, races of human-looking kids and um, different other sort of species that are common around uh, the central part of um, the Great Attractor. And, and, you know, none of them are too too out of the norm for, for what you're used to seeing. And then you see some people dressed as, uh, you know, kind of camp counselors that are guiding activities and trying to wrangle these kids and it looks like they're all sort of uh filing out of their bunk houses and getting their stuff together and you know finishing up packing their bags and all this kind of stuff i'm just going to stand there and wait for somebody to come to me because i'm important <laughs> okay so uh you stand there for a while and right now we are going to jump to a uh a public transport that is just uh about to come to dock and um this space shuttle if you will <laughs> is a very very long vehicle it's um probably about as long as this um this cancer habitat which is uh, a long cylinder that's kind of inside a rocky sort of asteroid kind of thing and um, it spins within the within the rock. The rock serves as sort of uh, shielding and all this kind of thing. And your public transport is uh, just starting to orient itself into a dock maneuver. And inside, we find one uh, Allison Taylor, who is um, accompanied by uh, a bunch of cages of animals of uh, very exotic varieties and a whole bunch of people um, dressed in kind of khaki shorts and um in these like sort of blue polo shirts and with hats that um have the insignia of the ftt cl 1980 uh camp so allison um still kind of in her safari-esque gear like she is um her 
bit wider. They're like long and flowy, but like she has kind of a crop top uh, shirt on, on and like a jacket vest kind has of like thing little pockets. And in all of her little pockets, she has various kinds of kinds of um, snacks, 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 snacks. As she's getting her things together, she'll be like. Okay, so that one needs to... You... No, you do not shake that. If you shake that... Oh, Charlie's going to be so mad at you. Just let me have it. As she is, like, trying to wrangle all the people to, like, make sure that none of the animals are disturbed or upset in any way. So did you name one of them Charlie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, is it one <laughs> that you uh, particularly have some... Uh, um, affection for, or quite, or the opposite. So this is a bird that uh, eats a specific kind of berry that it's inedible to most creatures, but for some reason this particular bird can take it, and um, it actually shits out diamonds. So it's very valuable, but you have to dig through its shit to get to the good stuff. Kind of like Charlie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, um, yeah, you're you're focusing on the bird and the, the whole ride over here, uh, basically from the last stop um, that, you know, there was a sort of uh, exchange of people getting on and off this uh, transport. Um, everybody but you left and then everybody that came on were these uh, these people that were wearing the, the sort of khaki shorts and the, the blue polos and everything through all the sort of just on and off talking between them and stuff, you gathered that they are a new batch of uh, camp counselors that are coming to get trained. New hires, if you will. Gotcha. So, you guys are all going to this camp over here. Do you guys have any fun animals on your... Does it just have numbers? There's no name for your where you're going? One that you've gathered is, um, is named Keegan uh, through other people talking to her and stuff uh, speaks up. Uh, yeah, we, we got brought on, and uh, we're, we're going to be the new people. I grew up in the city, so uh, I, I don't know much about animals. I, I keep on poking at, uh, at that, that bird thing. You say that it really shits out diamonds? It can if you feed it the right thing, but uh, right now it's more likely to bite your finger and eat that. So I would keep your, my fingers out of the cage for right now. She instantly, like, kind of pulls her, her hand from away from the, the cage. And uh, it's like, uh, I should have asked earlier. Yeah, yeah, we don't get too many of those. Uh, they do have pigeons. Pigeons everywhere uh, in the, the canister that I'm from. Oh, those aren't really birds. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they aren't really. They're, they're just uh, robots and stuff. They, they're a spying apparatus for the government. But... Um, you know, I, I thought that was what all animals were, but uh, I see that, that yours here seem like they're they're made out of organic. Oh, that's so sad. They're they're literally just robots. Yeah. Like I was saying, they're not really birds because they're basically flying rats. But I was always taught that birds weren't real. Interesting. Where do you come from? I'm just in the uh, Dyson Colony. The Dyson Colony. Okay. You have a bunch of mechanical birds. Do you have any like? green space or is it all just city uh the canister that i'm from is all all just city oh that's too bad it's a lot bigger than this one too and it doesn't have the the whole rocky outside part oh yeah they keep real good control of the you know flying debris 
around the, the center there. So, yeah, we never have to worry about collisions or anything. Yeah, there are those ships that do the patrols to shoot down the, the, the stray asteroids. So you're probably pretty well protected by them. Yeah, but you can't rely on any of that stuff out here in the void. So I uh, guess we'll be living in the boonies. Well, it, it's just camp. You're not going to be here that long, are you? Well, this is our job now. We're going to be replacing some of the other folks. Oh, you're here forever? Yeah, we're getting trained, and uh, we're, we're going to be the new batch. Oh. And uh, at this point, um, between you two, uh, this lumbering huge thing that is uh, the closest thing I can uh, describe it as is a hippo centaur. <laughs> and you would know their race to be an aurochs. And um, and she sort of uh, bumbles her way between you two and is starting to get into the overhead compartments and uh, grab her stuff. And Aurochs. I haven't seen one of you in, good golly, probably three years. It turns to you and is like... I have like six languages. Can that be one of them? Sure, I'll give you that one. And uh, <laughs> I have Brian just make up some shit and put it in there for a, in a communicator voice because you guys have auto translate. For uh, so that can be one of your auto translate languages. Oh, interesting. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I like to give you little uh, tasks to do. You're going to make um, me decide what they just said to each other? <laughs> That's dangerous. I know it is. <laughs> Have you noticed that this cylindrical shape is very similar to a... <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, and as she's uh, grabbing this stuff out of the, the top compartment and stuff, the, the ship comes to uh, a stop, and you can tell that it's, it's entered the, the air docks. And uh, doors, um, you hear like a, a big, like kind of outgassing noise that, and the doors start to come open, and some of these uh, people that have already gotten their their stuff together start to funnel out. Okay, so I'm going to get my cart o animals together. I'm sure I kind of like spread the cages out a little bit while they were on in here, just to like I don't know get proper airflow or ventilation or whatever and so I'm going to pile them all back on um, is it like a hover cart can I have? Does that sound cool? Oh yeah, yeah, like each each of the cages um, like would have their own sort of uh, hoverness about it and stuff so you don't have to worry about carrying them. Oh, okay, cool so then I will guide them I guess, out and there's um, one cage in particular that's about uh, five feet long and it's four feet tall and relatively skinny. But um, in that one, um, it's, the sides are all blacked out. Like in most of them, there's like open sides to the cages or, or not, not open, but like clear glass or like holes or whatever. And this particular one is like sealed completely and just blacked out. Oh, wow. And that's the biggest one. Otherwise, the other ones are all like relatively small like bird cage ish size or you know smaller so there's about 10 of them all together okay the pilot for this ship also like is kind of ferrying people out and then and everything and trying to help you out with with your animals and 
in your stuff too so that it can get a move on and uh he says yeah hurry on out i gotta get this ship moved well i'm trying but you know this this one cage just doesn't want to move very well can you help me he without even like saying another word just like kind of puts his hand on the back of it and shoves it and gets it moving thanks that one has a bad motivator unit (laughs) (laughs) yeah they all do don't they um (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we got to get this thing out of here before the, the quasar hits. So, um, yeah, if we can move it along. The quasar? Oh, goodness. Yeah, you haven't seen the warnings. It's been blaring on the, you know, bus auto talking feature warning sinks. I was talking to my friends that I've just met. Oh, you, maybe you should pay attention when you're on space travel. You know, these things happen. They come up. And, uh, yeah, we can't have any ships out in, in open space with the quasar hit, so I gotta take this around to the docking area. All right, all right, all right. And I will hurry along with all my creatures then. Yeah, and as soon as the end of this cage is out the door, he just presses the button and the door closes back. And, uh, <laughs> and he um, so you know, runs back up to the cockpit to get it moving. And uh, James Lamb, your uh, personal transport has been uh, waiting behind this uh, this public transport for quite a while, probably causing you some uh, some frustration. And um, it, it finally starts to move out of your way. Yo, we're moving again. About fucking time. What the hell are they doing up there? Yo, what is this place anyway? You ever been here, Jeeves? <laughs> I only go where you tell me to go, sir. Places and not like anything I've ever seen before. Hey, you know where I'm supposed to go when I get out of here? I wasn't told anything about uh, your trip, sir. Uh, everything should be in the communications that you have. Uh, I do know that we gotta get you offboarded pretty quickly because I gotta bring it around to um, all the, the docking bays uh, to get shelter from the quasar. I thought you was gonna fill me in and all that shit. I didn't want to bother reading all that shit. Uh... Sir, I'm just your driver, sir. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what I pay you for, Jeeves. Probably for driving, sir. I could drive the ship myself, probably. I hope that you wouldn't, so that I wouldn't be out of a job, sir. <laughs> and uh, at this point, he uh, maneuvers up to the to the air dock, and um, the door on the side opens up. James Lamb, aka Busted Cap, is going to walk down the sort of sort of sort of gangplank of the future. Um, and he does so like he's entering a stage, stage, stage to a bunch of fans, 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 even though most people probably don't notice him. And he kind of hikes up his vibrant blue and orange leather jacket, 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 kind of pushes his shades up the bridge of his nose. And then, uh, he's going to kind of adjust a dial on kind of adjust the dial cybernetic hearing piece. It's almost like two sets of headphones, or a set of headphones on his ears that have these Ant-Man antennas sticking up. He looks around and he goes, Well, not much of a welcome. 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 Yeah, you just see, like, the meandering bodies of uh, these newcomer um, camp counselors and stuff kind of uh, getting their stuff all ready and getting ready for some sort of uh, bus to come down the road and, and pick them up and take them to the camp. Um, I'm going to approach one of them and be like, Hey, yo! One that's like kind of got his uh, hat almost sideways a little bit. Um, and, and his uh, shorts are, are sagging a, a bit too. He turns around and he's like, what's up? 
yo, you know, we're supposed to go to like get all set up for the workshops and shit. I'm a, I'm one of the instructors. Oh, we're trying to be instructors too. Uh, yeah, there's gonna be a bus that takes us around to the camp. No, 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 no. This is supposed to be like some private thing that I, I, I ain't riding on some bus with a bunch of kids. Okay, man. I guess you could uh, just walk it or, or something. And then he goes and takes his hat and he, <laughs> it's like sideways the one way and then he turns it sideways the other way. <laughs> and then just turns around on you. They probably all want autographs and shit anyway. At this point, your um, your personal driver had uh, gotten your stuff out of the uh, space trunk, I guess I should say, and um, <laughs> leaves it out on the thing. It's like, um, uh, yeah, I gotta get moving, Mister Lamb. Um, you know, hey, yo, Jeeves, don't, uh, no, no, don't leave me. No, no, I gotta, I, I might need a driver. I gotta get up to this fucking. I don't know where they're going. We gotta follow these buses or some shit. Uh, sir, I drive the the space transport. You know, I. I you, I, I can't drive you on a bus um, in the in this canister. Well, we I, I don't even know what vehicles hold they on, use. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Just, just stay here. I'm going to go check this out, see if we can get a vehicle. You can drive anything, right? Probably. Oh, sir, I got to go, sir. Uh, happy trails. <laughs> and he, like, kind of salutes you and then gets back on the, the transport and starts to um, uh, detach from the airlock. I'm going to just start wandering around. Are my bags just sitting there? Yeah, they're just sitting there, and um, roll a notice check for me. And then um, also, Allison, roll a notice check for me, too. That's a four. Eleven for me. Okay. One of the reasons I have high notice is because of my my things can tune into stuff, my ear things. Okay, so uh, yeah, James, amongst the the kind of idle chatter that was going on amongst these uh, would-be camp counselors... You hear the voice of your old bandmate, bandmate Allison, um, kind of, you know, messing with her animals and getting them all uh, sort of prepared for the next leg of the journey into the into the campgrounds. Lulu, you just calm down. We're almost there. And then eventually, you turn Allison and notice uh, James Lamb has uh, embarked or disembarked off of his shuttle. Nah, you gotta be shitting me. Uh, James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place with me. Yeah, like, yo, I've been... S- yo, that's whack. That's whack. That's not coincidence. Some shit is going on here. <sighs> you doing a workshop or what? Kind of. Uh, I, I was asked to come talk about, uh, well, well, these. And she'll just gesture to all of the animals. What are you doing with these? I... Well, they they wanted me to come do a presentation on the life forms that we found on... Oh, crap. What did I need my planet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that what Sexstar was? <laughs> oh, maybe that's what it was. For the folks at home, uh, we did like a session zero where we kind of worked out backstories and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> And in that, I took notes, and at one point, I wrote down <laughs> Sexstar, and I have no idea what it was about. Um, on the, on the planet Sexarian uh, Delartheon. Yo, I gotta be getting punked. This shit ain't cool. What do you mean it ain't cool? They knew we was in a band together. They wouldn't just invite us willy-nilly, just coincidentally. It does seem a little... What are you here for? 
I'm doing a motherfucking workshop. What do you think? I gotta teach these guys some boss. Right. So, they come to you as a music teacher? Or, like, for the band stuff? Or, like, what, what are you going to teach them? Yeah, if you want to call it that. I don't know. I didn't really read the, read the memo. I thought Jeez would handle that. But apparently, all he does is fucking drive, so... Anyway, you know where we're supposed to go. I gotta get, I gotta get some sort of transport. I ain't riding on these fucking buses with a bunch of kids. They're gonna be all over me. Well, uh, I think this is just the place that we're supposed to get on some kind of transport to go somewhere else, if I understand correctly. And at this point that that you bring that up, uh, you see coming down the the dirt road out of the the woods. There's like a sort of, it's like a bus, but the um, top has been cut off of most of it. And so the top is only around, like, the driver's seat area. And so it's like a bus convertible. And um, it, it drives up. And um, it's got kind of, like, off-roading wheels on it. And uh, it, it honks its horn twice as it pulls up. And then uh, people start funneling onto it. And it's got, like, a drop tailgate on the back. And so, like, the back, like, sort of 20 feet of it doesn't have seats. It's just for uh, people's stuff. Hmm. Um... I'm, I would like to go over to the driver and ask him if he knows of a symposium on the <laughs> wildlife of uh, Sixari and Delari. Oh, well, uh, ma'am, um, th- there's some wildlife here. Uh, there's uh, horses. <laughs> there's, uh, there's... We do have some boids. Accent is everything. Uh, <laughs> I see, I see, yeah. No, I. Now I said son, I said son. <laughs> I'm just a small town country lawyer. But if let's I do go there, let's make our escape. <laughs> he looks exactly how he sounds, too. I was picturing him as the fucking. <laughs> Neighbor in uh, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's like the neighbor from Pet Cemetery, except for it's the role that that same guy played in um, in My Cousin Vinny, <laughs> the judge. <laughs> no, I I brought the animals, and I'm supposed to tell people about them. There's supposed to be a whole thing about preserving wildlife, and apparently teaching music. So I don't know what's going on. Well, ma'am, that sounds fantastic. And uh, Well, let's get you down to the campsite. I'm sure that they know what's going on down there. I, I just drive the bus. <sighs> I don't see anywhere else that we could go. James reaches up to the blue skin of his neck that's tattooed almost like, and it kind of fades into speckly and then gets to his normal facial color when it reaches his face. And he kind of does the, y'all got any, scratch on his neck, um, and then spits in the dirt and says, fuck it. And he grabs his bags and he starts making his way to the bus. <laughs> All right. And the the driver uh, kind of walks from around the bus and starts to, to help you too with your, your stuff since you have so much more of it than the, um, than the others. <sighs> well, maybe we're supposed to teach the kids at a camp? That seems weird. What do you think, James? He's, like, throwing his bags, uh, a couple of the duffels up over the thing, but then he takes some of the hard case ones and he sets them gently on the back and he says, uh, 
I don't give a shit. I just want to get to wherever we're going and maybe get a drink. I hope I can drink here. I'd be pissed if I can't drink here. Oh, well, one of my creatures actually secretes something that's like no, 100 no, no, proof. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it tastes really good. 100 proof. It, it, it's kind of sweet. And it has uh, a yo, very yo, good intoxicant. you got a fucking lizard or some shit that shits out hunger proof? It, it's not shit. It's an excretion that comes from the glands outside, just outside of its uh, frills that come out on its uh, neck. As this conversation goes on, the uh, bus, like, you know, kind of takes off with you guys and, um, and heads to the, to the sort of center of the campsite there. And... Um, you, you see, like, a bunch of kids that are waiting for this bus um, to, to come and collect them. And then um, you guys uh, see so- a soul um, figure standing in the center of this area, just looking around, looking pissed, like, hand on hip, and um, just waiting to get, uh, you know, acknowledged by anyone around. And uh, roll a notice check. Seven. Yeah, there's some honky-ass, hokey-boony shit right here. I only got a four. Oh, that's good enough. You, you both um, tell uh, can tell pretty quickly that uh, as the bus comes to the stop, that is uh, Charlotte Greenman, um, your other former bandmate. Motherfucking son of... Well... This shit is rigged right here. They knew we was coming, and they they's up to some bullshit-ass... Like, they're probably some paparazzi. Everything's always been about you. This is why we broke up, you asshole. No, there's something going on. (sighs) You're probably not wrong. And, uh, Charlotte, you can see that this uh, bus just stopped beside you. And, uh, you can hear the voice of, uh, James Lamb getting loud and and obnoxious and, uh, impatient. As usual. She's just waiting, hand on her hips. Uh, you see him, like, yanking his luggage off. <laughs> Just throwing curses into the air. Well, looks like the band's back together whether we want to be or not. Do I see any place where I can go? A check-in place, cabins, anything? Yes, there are five cabins um, kind of set in a semicircle around the center of this um, clearing. And then, like, one kind of the one of the cabins the central most one is the biggest one by far and uh from your angle you can kind of see that there's a dock that goes um out along the the blue surface um kind of beyond the beach you have a map i can look at and um everybody is starting to uh grab their their stuff from the back of the thing one of the people um he kind of looks uh a little bit older than the rest of the people that that showed up with you guys and um he's got this big metal travel case that's got the the wheels on one side and the arm that extends out of it and everything like that like that you could take through an airport and all that kind of stuff and um he takes that out and gets it on the ground and then um you see him like sort of dust his uh his shorts and look around at the bag that he had just like carried on with him and everything kind of brutes through there and you hear him go ah oh, damn it I lost my key. Does anybody have, like, you know, I don't know, like a knife or, or something so I could get this lock undone? I am going to pull the knife out of my belt and toss it at the ground very close to his feet. Oh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> uh, a simple yes and maybe handing it 
a handle first would have been nice. Thanks. Uh, he reaches down and grabs it, and um, he starts to, you know, kind of jam it in there. And um, there. <laughs> Ooh, you're not gonna like this, Tim. He he breaks the tip off. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just break my knife? Uh, look. After all, this is 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 done. Uh, you, you, you send me milk. I'll, I'll buy it. I'll pay for it. This is <laughs> completely unacceptable. Where's your supervisor? Oh, uh, I don't now. know. I just got here uh, with the. Uh, and he, he's like, um, <laughs> starts to like grab his his case and like drag it through the dirt, and like the wheels are getting all like caught up with dirt and everything like that, and it's just like kind of dragging. And he's like uh, pulling it as fast as he can, and um, some of the other people are starting to just kind of meander in towards the the middle. And as you guys are getting your stuff off, you can see all these um, like youngsters starting to throw their stuff in there, along with some of the other like you know older counselors are helping them out and everything, and they're start starting to file in onto this bus. Charlie, um, before like the kids get like too close to them or anything. She's just going to get really close uh, to James and she's going to whisper in his ears, you're whack as fuck. And just <laughs> walk away. Yo, what's good, nose candy? <laughs> and then he's going to, he's going to, he's going to um, stop for a second and think. And then he's going to um, kind of press a button on one of his earpieces and kind of lower his head and go, recording. These candy nose mofos amped up on no dough, shaking like a snow globe, dizzy like a ho ho, and let go and then be like, Recording saved. Start all his bags. <laughs> Bust the cap, you ain't busting crap. Do a whole lot of talking, but ain't busting fact. Up and gets, now gotta feed the rats. About to toss you with the snakes, you snake ass fast to jack. And all your raps is wax, so I'm clapping back. It's like graduation, the way I got these flying caps. Fuck you, James Lamb. You piece of shit. He's all in his luggage the whole time that she's saying that, and then at the end he goes, Yeah, I heard that. That was real good. Real cool, man. Real cool. <laughs> Yo, that, was, that, that, that one went really, really well on the fucking billboards, you know what I'm saying? Like, real number one piece there you got. Nice, nice, just quality material. James, you know Charlie's always been better at freestyling than you. Nice of you to chime in, Switzerland. I'm just gonna spit and kick in the door with a broken knife. <laughs> At this time, you, you got you um, going through your luggage, and um, Allison had just, you know, said that to you, and and uh, Charlotte's walking away towards um, which building are you walking towards? Um, like literally just any building that James is not near. Oh, okay. And uh, you got all these, you know, kids running around you, and the the new counselors and all that kind of stuff. And um, unbeknownst to you all, uh, a set of eyes is watching you guys and uh, watching you close. And there's this just feeling around the area. There's this And so, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Charlotte, you're going to um, to the big building. Yeah, and she's uh, whistling, like kind of humming to herself. <laughs> <laughs> that song had come out by then, right? 
Yeah, definitely. I think that was 70s. Oh, okay, dope. Yeah, as soon as you're walking up to the big building, um, a kind of older um, woman kind of still dressed the same as these young counselors, the khaki shorts and the blue polo and everything like that. Only, like, she's got, like, a sash and just a bunch of buttons and everything. And, like, instead of the ball cap, her hat is like a beret sort of thing. She goes, oh, hey, how can I help you? Uh, Charlie's going to pull a flask out of her pocket and take a long sip from it and kind of, like, wince up her face and then uh, go, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing here at all. Oh, uh, are you the three that came uh, for the thing? Um, well, ah, uh, sure. We're not together. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I, that... That's not really my thing. Um, I'm Mika. I'm the, the vice counselor. Um, Travis is the, the head counselor. He, he probably knows all about this stuff, but he's been uh, busy all day. We had our uh, hab keeper. He's um, gone missing and stuff. Travis has been having to pick up the slack, um, you know, with all the maintenance and getting everything prepared for the quasar, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, just uh, just kind of sit tight. Um, you guys can participate in any of the stuff that we got going on for the new counselors that we're going to be I, training. What? I, th- oh, it'll be fine. Travis will be was... he'll be back before dark. Don't don't worry none. Um, and he'll he'll get everything squared away, and you guys will be able to to do I'm sure whatever you're kind of brought here for. And um, if you need anything else, or if you want. Uh, to be involved in any of the activities we're going to be doing with the trainees, um, just come and find me. I'm Mika. Yeah, you. so you said. Thank you. Um, I'm going to go for a walk, Mika. Thank you. And she's going to just start heading off down an, any old path and kind of just start sipping from her flask. And All right. Um, roll a notice check for me. Not two. Okay. You notice that this uh, lake pond uh thing it's like completely smooth and just like crystal blue would you say it's like a crystal lake uh it was very much so yeah oh okay dope (laughs) i'm into it i like i like how (laughs) you catch on quick yeah all right so uh yeah you start um kind of meandering around um james and allison you guys were still uh pretty close to each other last we left you. So, uh, what are you two doing? How did I do kicking in that door? When were you kicking in a door? The one where he snapped a blade off. No, was the, that dude was trying to get into his luggage. His own luggage that he brought. Oh, the he lock said, on the luggage he didn't oh, bring a key for. Like, oh, I thought the key was for Yeah. Him. How did I do kicking in his luggage? <laughs> <laughs> he brought it with him. When he Damn ran it. off. What the hell get away did I from kick? Sh- I don't know. Can I just roll a kick real quick? <laughs> sure. I just want to... I don't even know if it's locked. I'm just going to try to kick in the door of the biggest cabin here. A nearby armadillo is now going to have his kids orphaned because James yeah. Rams needs to kick something. I what the fuck, her. man? Leave the armadillos alone, man. I kicked her three-tailed lizard. Roll your fighting. Her, her, it's now a two-tailed lizard. Are you seriously kicking the... Like, no, I'm not kicking your lizard. I'm kicking the damn door. Okay. Uh, What am I really fighting? Well, there's no door. You guys are in the middle of a clearing. Oh, I thought we had cabins around you, us. You could... You, you do, but you never said that you walked up to a cabin. Well, for shadow boxing. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm like, 
pissed off and I'm wheeling my luggage to the cabin. I'm going to try and bust in this door like some sort of <laughs> 80s action here. Okay, so uh, so yeah, you walk up to the closest cabin, which there's uh, two cabins on your left that look like they're sort of uh, barracks. And then the two ones on the right are like kind of um, seem like sheds more than cabins or anything. I definitely go for the big, big one with the dock. Okay, yeah. Um, well, you would be walking the same way that Charlotte is, and so what do you push past Charlotte and Mika to <laughs> yeah. kick open this door that's open already? Yeah, we, we, she, she and I, she and I have like a lot of space around us, but I like shoulder past her anyway. <laughs> and then this door is like cracked open. I'm gonna like just this door is her. wide open. Mika, like just walk through it. You know what? As a matter of fact, I close the door and then kick it open. I, <laughs> I kick a rock. Can I kick a rock? You absolutely can. Okay, I don't have fights. So I'm rolling a d4. Oh my I, god. I kick a rock with a four. Okay. Let me so, pop um, more. You don't have quick. fight. It's minus two, so. Five minus two. Okay, so that's a three? Yes. You kick this, um, it, it's like a pile of rocks, and they're, um, <laughs> like brown rocks that are, like, you know, kind of a little bit smaller than the fist. You, you kick these rocks, and it just, like, smears all over your shoe, and, um, the odor is, like, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I will definitely laugh at that. <laughs> there is a string of curse words as I just muddied up my kicks with a kick. Yeah, mud. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> James, what are you doing? Oh, I definitely don't respond to it. I'm going to play it off like nothing happened and hope that nobody noticed. <laughs> we need to figure out why we're here. And if I brought all these animals across the flipping galaxy for nothing, I'm going to be really pissed because, you know... Lulu really just doesn't do well in a crate, and I just, I wanted to bring her as one of the best examples that I had, but, ugh. I do that limpy scrape walk as I go to this cabin with, like, trying to, like, get the all around the soles and everything on the outside, and then uh, I'm going to peer inside the cabin. Limpy scrape. I have to write that down to use for an NPC at some point. That's just too good of a name. You're going to um, look at your notes next session and be like, why did I write down Limpy's Grape? Does anybody know? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he's got to be a rival rival rapper. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go to the next cabin over and pick a peek in. Okay. Like one of the uh, barracks yeah. cabins? To see if there's any like accommodations or if it's literally just like a bunch of bunk beds or whatever. Yeah, it's a bunch of bunk beds, and there's, like, trunks by each bunk, like, for, you know, personal belongings and all that kind of stuff. Well. And then uh, as you're doing that, um, you see the, the woman that was talking with Charlotte uh, run up. Oh, hey, uh, you could go right in that one, and then uh, your friend there, he'll go in that other one, um, you know, with the boys, and, and you'll be in there with the rest of the girls. Did you know that there's actually a creature on my planet where they have actually five different genders and they need all five of them to come together to make a baby? Wow, that's fascinating. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe you can teach us all that like during the, the thing. 
that you're probably brought here for. See, uh, I'm not really kept in the loop on a lot of this stuff. Um, I'm Mika, by the way, and I've got to get our uh, newcomers all settled in and, and get them start training. Uh, but if you need anything else, just come find me. Uh, eventually, uh, Travis will be around. He's the one that got all you guys here, I think, or at least he's the one dealing with your account. Um, account. You can't miss him. He's got the... What account? Uh, you know whatever account is uh paying you guys to come here and do all this stuff uh anyway that's his deal he's got a big wide brimmed hat with a bunch of fish hooks on it and, and all that kind of stuff um you you can't miss him once he's back he's got a great big gray beard too and his name is travis travis yeah <sighs> and do you know where travis is right now uh he's off trying to find the ha- uh hab keeper um what's a hab keeper gone Oh, he's the one that keeps the grounds and keeps the the facility all working and, and oh. everything. Why would he not be around? We don't know. He went missing earlier this morning, I guess. Uh, we hadn't seen him since last night, but um, you know, we, we're sure he's around here. Wait, 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 wait. Can't find him. You have a missing person and you guys are welcoming more people into your camp? Yeah, this is kind of a busy uh, transition period and, um, you know, we, we couldn't let the kids, you know, kind of in on what was going on and... Yeah, honestly, it's probably their fault. Um, you know, the fucking... I, I hate those kids. Especially Spencer. Spencer. I'm glad that he's leaving. Look at him right now, and, like, you see this uh, one kid that's, um, like, uh, about a foot taller than the rest of the others. And, like, um, he's, like, dumping out some other kid's backpack, like, all over the dirt, like, right by the bus. And, like, um, kicking dirt over the stuff that fell out and the kids are yelling at him and the the bus driver is like running over there to try to try to deal with them you know i have a creature that hasn't had a meal in a while if you need an accident to happen oh what i wouldn't give um you know that would go against every code that i've sworn to upkeep as being a camp counselor but oh you could just scare him a little it doesn't actually have to eat him oh that's great uh anyways make yourself at home Come get me if you need anything. I'm Mika. Wait, what was your name again? Mika. Mika. Okay. I think I can remember that. You've only said it like five times. I'll say it 11 more if you need. All right, later, darling. And she like starts to <laughs> run away <laughs> over to like um, the, the group of meandering new counselors. Well, I haven't had separated living arrangements like that ever. Hmm. I'm going to go try to track down um, Charlie. Roll a survival. Uh, that's a four. Uh, that's good enough. Uh, you you uh, pick up on, on Charlie's um, boot prints, which are fairly different than everybody else since you guys have like a particular fashion about you and stuff. And um, you're able to follow it along. And before too long, you catch up with Charlotte. Charlie? Charlie? Uh- why, why are you supposed to be here? Do you know? I was hired to make an appearance. Oh. Well, you made an appearance, that's for sure. I hope you get your paycheck. Right. I don't understand why he's here, though. Well, we're all here, so that would seem to indicate that somebody wants us together. Hmm. Let me ask you something, Switzerland. <laughs> yeah? I mean, he's whack as fuck, right? Yeah. Uh, no does? I mean, what was that? <laughs> and also, was that computational? Because if that was enhanced somehow and that's what he came up with, 
oh man, I'm gonna challenge him to a battle rap and it's gonna be it's gonna be awful. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna turn him inside out. Well, I mean, you've always been the better lyricist of the group. But you know, I ever since we hit it big and then the concert where he just decided that he'd go off and make even more money and be more famous than the rest of us. Animals are way easier to deal with. Yeah, well, um, I think uh, Charlie will uh, pull uh, out her flask and take a sip and, like, offer it to you. Oh, thank you. But I have my own. I'm going to take out a vial of... um, Of the uh, lizard secretions. It's like a swirling (laughs) purple. (laughs) This is actually really good. Um, It comes from my... You don't care. So is that the purple stuff that was always in the Sunny D commercials? Yes. At least least on... on, Did I just name the planet? (laughs) Sex star. (laughs) (laughs) On Texarian Delari, that's the, the purple stuff is this liquid so how have you been doing fine i'm you know just putting out records and uh your last one was interesting yeah people aren't interested in anything new they want well it doesn't matter how are you doing oh well i was doing better back on on texarian but um I literally had a guy track me down in the middle of a jungle to invite me to come, and now it seems like nobody's here to greet us. This is really weird. Well, like you said, there's a very good chance that they want to get the band back together, but they don't understand that we can't... Mm, It doesn't matter. Uh, So this Travis guy, have you ever heard of him? Travis... There's that's like the guy that's in charge that supposedly knows why we're here. I I have uh, only heard of him from man. She repeated her name a bunch of times and I still forgot it. Yeah, uh, Mika, I think. <laughs> so as you guys um, kind of turn around and start to head back, uh, you can look directly up. Uh, you can see the camp since you guys have like basically circumnavigated the cylinder widthways. Widthways. Yeah, and, like, as you look up there, you can see that the um, new trainees have, like, are kind of getting out of the um, the bunkhouses and stuff. Starting to, starting to file in ranks, file in ranks, start to, start to go to little different sections of the, um, of the camp, the, um, of the camp, and get, like, uh, acquainted with different areas and stuff. You know, they start to, you know, pick up throwing axes and, and like, you know, play the throwing axe games and are getting taught to learn how to do those. Some of them are doing archery. Some of them are getting on uh, what looks to be like a boat with little wheels on it. Wheels, wheels on it. And then, like, taking the little boat with wheels out onto the Crystal Lake from the dock. And the oars, like, aren't even oars. like, these long pads, uh, long uh, poles with, like, pads on the end. Poles with, like, pads on the end. Poles with, like, pads on the end. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. I didn't think you could really have a lake in one of these things. And uh, we'll we'll skip over to um, to James. What are you What are you doing here? James is gonna waltz through the door and check out the place <laughs> of uh, one of the bunkhouses, the biggest one with the dock. 
Okay, uh, that is the um, area that it's got like the cafeteria and like all that kind of stuff and the offices. And so, uh, yeah, you, you walk in there and um, you enter the building and immediately there's like a hallway, there's like a hallway, there's like a, there's like a, there's like a, and then like about halfway down the hallway, there's a door right, to the right, right, right to the right and a door to the left. Further down the hallway, there's like three doors, like one left, one right, and then like one left, one right, and one in the center, center that are all kind of real close to each other. Hey, yo, uh, anybody in here? You don't get a response. Go through the one on the right, the door. All right, uh, you go in there, and this is like the uh, seating area for um, like the the lunchroom, lunchroom, all that kind of stuff. Lunchroom, lunchroom. All that kind of There's stuff. probably about like five long tables in here that are like really long, probably about like towards 15 back, feet long. Back, towards the back of the room, you can see that there's like a tall counter, tall counter, and um, a door that goes back behind it. And um, you can see that there's like a full like kitchen back I'll do there. Counterclockwise rotation around this entire building. Tall counter, 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 counter. clockwise rotation around this entire building. Um, specifically, I'm gonna try and find any sign of a bed, bed bedroom or a place that could become a bedroom. Yeah, you uh, leave out of the kitchen. And then you enter um, across the hall from there is like a, uh, a large like kind of side patio kind of thing uh, side patio kind of thing uh, it's got like uh, instead of windows they're all like open like this mesh on them and everything there's like there's like these fake tiki torch kind of things there's uh, a bunch of indoor games set up like in the the side like not set up like being ready to play but like are in like these barrels and all that kind of stuff it's like you know kind of things to do on a rainy day things to do on a rainy this shit's straight whack. This shit's straight whack. Well, he doesn't find anything. Yeah, once you go out of there and head down the hall. Yeah, uh, once you go out of there and head down the hall, uh, you find um, where the three doors that are real close you together. Go to the um, left, left, left one, left one, left one. And it is uh, basically just like a, uh, a door that leads into like a porch that leads out to the dock that goes over the lake. In that porch, there's like uh, uh, life preservers and all that kind of stuff, all that kind of stuff. It's relatively kind of small area. And there's also like an outdoor shower, shower kind of thing set up like right outside of there. Kind of thing set up like right um, outside of there. Once you go back inside and go to the uh, door at the end of the hallway, it's locked. And then um, the door on the um, right is locked too. I think for the time being, he'll resign himself to being a plebe and just <laughs> go, <laughs> go to one of the normie cabins. <laughs> Alright, well, as you were trying the second locked door, um, second locked door, um, the door opens and, uh, Mika comes in and, um, she's like, What are you doing? Uh, you're not supposed to be in here. You're supposed to be in the other cabin. I told your friend that, like, there was the girl's cabin and the boy's cabin and you gotta stay in the boy's cabin. Yeah, don't you got some sort of, like, star's cabin or hip-hop? legends cabin or some shit i'm sorry we don't have any hip-hop legends cabin <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you yeah that figures but why don't you join in with the the others they're, they're having a good time learning how to throw axes and shoot arrows and um you know some are going out on the lake you could you know enjoy yourself and until travis gets back yo who travis he's the guy you got to meet with to you know I don't know. I, I don't deal with you people. I deal with the counselors. That's my job. 
I I'm gonna go fucking throw axes. What? I'm gonna pick up my bag and storm off in a huff, and then I'm gonna say, "Hey, yo, if you <laughs> see Travis, come in. Tell him I'm looking for him." I I absolutely will. I'm gonna grumble on my way out. All right, and um, you head out, and around the same time, um, you see that uh, Charlotte and uh, and Allison are, are coming back out of the woods. And when I see them, I'm gonna immediately do like a right angle turn and be like, "Nope, nope, nope, uh-uh, nope." <laughs> I'm gonna make my way to the boys' cabin. Okay, and so uh, yeah, you start making your way towards the um, the boys with the Z cabin. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, what are you doing there? It's it's not where all the people are throwing axes and shooting arrows. No. That's for sure. I see a t- I, I see the bunks, right? Yeah. Um, I don't care if it, they're all taken. I'm taking one of the top bunks. Yeah, there's plenty left over, too, because they're, they're used to having more people than just the, um, you know, amount of counselors that are here. I have a lot of baggage. Do I see a closet or anything? Um, there's no closets, they're just trunks on the, the floor, like, next to these bunks. Alright, well, I'm gonna claim all my turf in this place. Are you claiming two beds instead of just one? You know what? I think I might. <laughs> I'll take the top and the second to top. <laughs> Put my bags up there. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, Allison and Charlotte, um, you, you see everybody sort of sectioned off into all these activities. What do you do? Well, we have time to kill. What do you think, Charlie? I think that I'm going to go take a nap somewhere. <laughs> well, there's the bunkhouse, but I have a feeling it might be more comfortable out in the trees. Right. I'm going to find a bunkhouse, though. <laughs> okay. So, uh, roll me a perception check. You mean notice, I assume? I meant notice check, is, is what I meant to say. Seven. Nine. All right, so, uh, yeah, both of you um, notice. And it's something that, like, it's it's not exactly strange to you, because you've noticed it on different, like, you know, habitat uh, canister habitats like this before that are set up in a, a cylinder formation. You know, it's definitely still kind of looks a little odd since you, you know, grew up on a planet. But um, when these people are shooting the arrows at the targets and, like, you know, throwing the, the axes and everything, they kind of curve a little bit as they go through the air. Um, not curve, like, down towards the surface, but, like, curving from uh, right to left, depending on their orientation, that compensates for the, uh, the habitat itself, you know. Rotating. Um, rotating. Yeah, and stuff. So it's just a, an interesting little quirk that you notice. And everything, and uh, you can see it every time that somebody, you know, lets one of the, the arrows fly. And um, so, none of you guys are gonna like join in in any of the reindeer games or anything like that. Absolutely not. Like until somebody comes and tells her what the fuck is going on, she is completely over this. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go throw axes. <laughs> yeah, uh, you go over and. Uh, Several of the new people are there. They have uh, name tags on now. Oh, good. And so you see um, Burton um, is the dude with the sideways hat. Uh, Keegan, who you talked to on the uh, ship. Uh, Leb, who is the uh, hippo centaur. And also uh, Krista, 
who's um, really short, like shorter than a lot of the others. They're all over throwing axes at um, like stumps, wooden stumps with uh, red targets drawn on them, painted on them. The whole um, sort of class thing is um, being administered by uh, a dude that's actually wearing like um, instead of just the shorts, he's he's like got his uh, the bottom legs of the shorts like zipped on to wear their full pants. He's like got this like um, like long hair that's kind of just like blonde at the tips, sort of thing, and um, has his like collar popped up. You see his name tag; it says Thorn. And uh, so as people throw, he's like constantly giving advice, like uh, don't forget to compensate for the rotation of the craft. <laughs> did uh, did Charlie leave, or is she still there? Oh, Charlie's in her uh, on in the bunkhouse. Oh, okay. Because I'm going to be spying on them. <laughs> so if I see that Charlie, <laughs> okay. if I see that Charlie bailed, I'll I'll make my way down towards the axe throwers. Oh, okay. And so yeah, you you get there, and the the same stuff is going on. Oh, hi, James. Decided to join us. Hey, you noticed Travis Cat? Uh, no. I all the communication was pretty vague on like exactly what was happening. I was just asked to present my animals and. I didn't even really have a contact. I assumed there'd be, like, a building at least. A better building. Yo, when I saw how many zeros was on that money, I, I just assumed that we'd have a fucking place to stay. This that this place would be really hopping, but this some, like, sixth grade bullshit. You know, I went to a camp when I was back on Earth. Mm-hmm. You ever do that shit? Yeah, I did a little bit, but my parents were really more into science-y stuff, and so, like, I just didn't... They didn't send me out into the, the woods so much. They were more interested in getting me trained up in chemistry and engineering and stuff. Man, I got invited by this friend named Clyde back when I was, I don't know, I must have been, like, fucking nine or ten or some shit. Yeah. He turned out to be a punk-ass bitch, but it was all right. You know, I there was a lake in bunks and bringing back a lot of weird memories I ain't thought about Earth in a long time to be honest yeah I think about it sometimes when I'm comparing my new animal species but man this thing got me all up in my feels Oh. Oh, fuck this I just want to throw some shit I'm gonna pick up one of the axes and just like wind (laughs) up like a baseball player (laughs) alright don't forget your follow through I already threw it (laughs) halfway through his statement yeah, then uh, roll, um, I think it's shooting if you're throwing something. You took shooting after the Ghostbusters thing, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's part of my backstory. Hey, that's not what it's called. It's the Ghost Exterminators. It's legally distinct. <laughs> How dare so I? For the folks at home, make sure to listen to our, uh, our one shot, which turned into a three shot, the Hoser of Lake Nipissing. Uh, it, it's great stuff. I love in shooting. Okay, yeah, you get a bullseye on this. He's like, whoa! I swing my arm in a windmill form like I'd almost tweaked my shoulder and I'm gonna jump up and down and be like, that's what I'm talking about! Fuck yeah! (laughs) Okay, everybody, did you see that? Horrible form, like, (laughs) definitely never do what he just did, but that was a great shot. Like, the luck involved had to be enormous. (laughs) 
I'm gonna wipe my nose like Bruce Lee and be like, yo, if any of you want lessons, come to me. I, I know what I'm doing. I've been, <laughs> you know, I, I go down to the range sometimes. It's nothing big, you know, nothing fancy. I just shoot some uh, and I rattle off a bunch of really <laughs> big ass guns. <laughs> And then he uh, takes another axe and he uh, hands it to Alice and he's like, uh, what do you got in you, animal lady? I suppose I could try to throw one. That's a five. Oh, wait, no, it's minus two, isn't it? I take that back, it's a three. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, it just goes right past the stump and um, Leb was standing over there, the, the hippo centaur, and you almost hit one of her hooves. <laughs> and she's like... Seeing as how this penis-shaped thing is rotating, it curves your axe throws. You need to compensate for that. You could have killed me. And, like, raises her arm into the air. Penises are hilarious. Chris should never have let Brian do the translations for this language. I'm going to take a few steps back and just be like, Yo, what the fuck? And then uh, Thorne's like, okay, everybody, okay, let's calm the tempers down. Like, nobody got hurt, you know, like, okay, maybe animal lady. Let's, why don't you try some uh, canoeing? I usually have birds that help me. I'm sorry. Your, your birds help you throw axes? <laughs> <laughs> so I have this bird. Normally, I, I, go, I don't go anywhere without it. Um, and it usually is able to oh, attack wait, things wait. for me. Keegan was telling me about that. The bird that poops diamonds. No, right? no, no. Not that one. There's actually, it's a giant bird. It's, it's as big as that tree, like height-wise. Yeah, it normally just attacks whatever I need it Yo, to kill. Yo, she got this crazy lizard or some shit that shits moonshine. You, this lady's crazy, let me tell you. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> it secretes. Uh, never mind. For the first time since I got here, I'm like <laughs> weirdly like <laughs> happy again. And I'm going to be like, hey, I'm, I'm going to try one of those axes again, but... uh. You say they got canoes out there? Or? Yeah, they're canoes right over by the dock. I'm going to crack my knuckles. <laughs> Just make sure you get oars, though, because you can't really canoe without the oars. Or what? Yo, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> Weren't that funny? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was just, you know, trying to make you feel better. No, fuck you. you. Know, I'm going to walk down to the boat. <laughs> hey, anybody tell you two that you look familiar? Yeah, we probably do. Um, well, you don't recognize me? You never listen to rhyme crimes? That's not where he recognizes you from. Oh, you mean like the oldies? The Aldrins. Yeah, yeah okay. So y'all are one of the, uh, one of the lookalikes? No. What? No, what? No, man. We're the real thing. Yo. No way. That's ancient, man. Ah! <laughs> and he starts, like, um, <laughs> waving his arms around and, like, uh, kind of pointing at the other, uh, like, you know, kind of trainees that he's kind of gotten um, a rapport with everything. And they start, like, kind of freaking out, too, as they realize, like, who you guys are. Now, this is what I was expecting. And this is why I don't like to leave my planet. And they're like laughing and stuff too. <laughs> Yo, Rhyme Crimes, check it out on any of your favorite apps. We got the sickest beats, the the dopest rhymes, all that shit. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, I think my folks have like some of your records and stuff. I ain't gonna stand here and listen to this shit. I'm gonna I'm go get in a canoe. You coming, animal lady? <sighs> I suppose. Nothing better to do until Travis gets here. Alright, and so uh, you two go and uh, walk towards the canoes, and um, and once you're over there, you see uh, two of the, the older staff. One's a, a guy kind of like early 40s, um, pretty thin, and then there's a um, woman that kind of has like a little bit of gray, but not too much, and, and she probably is early 40s and stuff too, um, both of them pretty thin. They see you walking up, and um, the, the guy goes... Oh, hey there. How's it going? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, hey, yo, you got any, like, skidoos or jet skis or whatever the hell? I thought you wanted to go canoeing. Oh, uh, no. We've, we, yeah, we got the canoes right here and uh, the oars right over there. You just pick up a, a few and, oh, we got life jackets right over there in that uh, little trunk. And uh, I'm cool. Um. Why do we need life jackets? Yeah, you notice that the lake is completely solid, but you also notice that the other group that's already out in a boat, um, everybody has life jackets on. That's just silly. Yo, this is my life jacket. I'm going to point to my orange and blue leather coat. <laughs> and then um, the uh, the woman there, um, the, the, you see the name tag. It says Colleen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can never be too safe there, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think you can actually. I'm cool. I'm just gonna take this one here, right? And so, uh, yeah, you guys um, don the uh, the life jackets, and then um, and then um, get into this canoe, which is like like a regular canoe, except it's got these little wheels on the bottom <laughs> of it. And then um, the oars go in the rings on the side, and then you start to to row and um it just pushes you along the wheels as you go out in this like super smooth glassy surface of the lake there and um cliff and colleen had gotten in the boat uh with you guys and um he's like uh yeah you just got getting off of the beautiful scenery around here can't actually my planet was prettier oh is that the case uh well um you know, I, I didn't grow up on a, on a planet or anything. All I know is these uh, cylinders and stuff. And a couple times I went on to a ring world and, and those were, oh, that was nice. But um, sure. but I like it here. It's a good living. I think I'm going to get out and I'm going <laughs> to um, kind of toss the paddles. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't. don't, don't. What happens? You can't, can't get out on the water. Uh, no, you can't do that. That's a, that's a big no-no. Uh, why? I, I will, like, reach over the edge and, like, knock on the glass. <laughs> Be like, it's solid. Why can't you step on it? Oh, way too big a liability. You know, a long time ago, we had a kid drown out here, and uh, that's when we had to pave the thing over with the crystal glass. As he's talking, he hears a distant voice say, Yo, I'm going to kickflip this bitch, and I'm going to be, like, standing in the canoe. <laughs> hey, get down, get down. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, hey, uh, Colleen, we're going to have to take these guys back to shore. I'm going to try and, like, push on the side of the canoe to give it kind of a flipping motion and jump in the air. <laughs> okay. Um, he's going to try to grab you, so um, we'll have to do, like, a, a strength uh, opposing rolls here. Three with no minus. Okay, he got uh, two ones, so uh, <laughs> he fails big time. <laughs> So now uh, roll athletics to see how well you pull off the maneuver that you're trying to do. 
Let me Benny that. Oh, there's a five. Okay. So what you were trying to get the boat to flip over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you realize that other people are currently in the boat, right? No, I just took one out by myself, I thought. I just grabbed one. No, you're all in the same boat. How would you be talking to each other? Okay, weird. I thought I'd just grab my own. <laughs> I'm going to try and kick their whole boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, you got a five. So, I mean, you, you jump in the air and, like, completely perfectly, like, land with your feet on the side and do the maneuver of kick flipping. Uh, although, like, the weight of the other three people in the boat does not allow <laughs> it to really budge much. <laughs> and now you're just kind of standing on the edge of the boat. And uh, Cliff and Colleen do not look happy. Hank Tan, am I right? No? You don't know that phrase. Uh, I, no. Uh, yeah. You know, the, I, I've seen some like crazy stuff done by the kids that come here and, and everything, but I ain't ever seen anything quite like that. And, you know, I, I'm going to say we have to take her in. I'm going to step off the side into the alleged water. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. What happens? Oh, the man Folk, uh, Folk came out there for a second. Did you hear that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, cr oh criminy Jack. Am I just standing on glass? Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, I'm going to take the side of this thing and start rolling it to shore as fast as I can and then jump in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and um, they just, like, have both of their arms crossed and, like, you know, just really, like, pursed lips and everything. And they're, like, just leering at you. And um, while all this is going on... Um, Mika goes into one of the uh, one of the sheds that a lot of the uh, equipment is kept in. She walks in there. Uh, a set of eyes um, sees the the door open to the shed, and um, <laughs> oh oh, <laughs> and like the door opens and, and Mika walks through, and um, a hand grabs an axe off of one of the walls. Mika kind of like uh gets into the room and she's like uh putting away um some of the archery supplies that uh she was helping some of the other new um trainees like learn and and everything and she's she's putting this stuff away and then all of a sudden she uh hears some movement over in the corner of the room and um she's like hello i didn't think anybody was in here um if you're a trainee you're not supposed to be in here yet until we give you access and she's like walking around the corner and she she turns the corner and and this um, thing raises up the the axe and she's like, what what are you doing with that? Hey, you're not supposed to have any. And then whack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um. You guys walk back to the um, center area and everything, and, and at the same time, um, Thorn is uh, just getting done with um, with his stuff there. And you notice that the um, the lights are starting to dim uh, for the canister. It's like you know, kind of dusk looking now. And the abruption was—you could tell that it's like all artificial because the, there was like no transition. It's just like it was daylight, and now it's like kind of dusk. So much better with normal planet light. Yeah, that shit kind of freaked me out a little bit, I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> I don't like that. I mean, don't you live in a one of those city tube things? Or are you on a planet now? 
No, man, we we jump from place to place. We got a lot of different places, but uh, I've mm. never been to a place like this. So, uh, yeah, Thorn just finishes up um, with uh, with his people, and like um, it, like he kind of gathers up all the axes, and instead of taking them to the supply room, he just kind of throws them on the ground in a pile next to one of the stumps, <laughs> and then kind of like dusts his hands off. He's like, "All right, everybody, it looks like it's getting late. Uh, who likes s'mores?" Gosh. Several of the um, trainees raise their hands. After the lake, do you think they actually have fire? As you say that, there's like a um, kind of center fire ring with like some wood in it and stuff, and it just lights up like a, a like a um, grill wood. Like no one had to actually like try to light the fire or anything. It's just on its own. Yo, when I was a kid, I never imagined they had s'mores in space. Well, I mean, when we were kids, we didn't even realize that people existed in space, so... Yeah, that camp I talked about, that was the only time I ever had s'mores, you know what I'm saying? Really? We had those in the hood, you know what I'm saying? Fucking people didn't just roast graham crackers and chocolate over burning barrels, you know what I'm saying? You don't roast the graham cracker. Well, I, like I said, <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> Fuck you. And so, uh, <laughs> Charlotte, you noticed from inside the, um... <laughs> inside the uh the barracks that um the light had all of a sudden dimmed outside and you can hear like um the activities have kind of wrapped up and it sounds like people are kind of just like uh gathering and talking with each other and everything she will uh pull a small vial out of her bag and uh dump a little bit of powder on her hand and just <laughs> and then she'll uh, pull out her flask, take a couple of long sips, and sort of grimace, and then uh, make her way outside. And so, uh, yeah, as you're walking out, um, take uh, make a notice check for me. Uh, that's a two. So, uh, yeah, you don't really um, notice anything other than this gathering around the, the, you know, central fire and the, you know, kind of normal stuff of people starting to make these s'mores. And, and you see, <laughs> you see where, uh, where James had tried to um, roast his graham cracker and then was corrected by Allison. <laughs> she will make a point to not sit anywhere near them. And she's just going to kind of be like, sitting there just like tapping her feet like incredibly fast just like bouncing her legs and just fidgeting in general yeah on on one side of you uh charlotte you have um cliff and colleen who uh you haven't met yet and uh because you haven't really met hardly anybody and then on the other side of you is a bird person which is exactly what it sounds like a person that is bird-like in features and has wings and uh, their name tag says uh, Sela. She'll kind of look up at it and go, Achuda, Han Solo. Uh, Sela's kind of feathers plume up a little bit and stuff, and uh, she kind of bobs her head a little bit as she looks at you. And then she's like, uh, hi, I guess. <laughs> well, that was way more anticlimactic than I was expecting. <laughs> What were you expecting? Like some kind of squawking or something? You know, like people have unfair expectations of bird people. Actually, if you uh, understood the reference that I did, it was uh, Jabba the Hutt from a movie back on Earth. That's beside the point. And he actually has sort of a very deep and guttural voice. So maybe that's what I was expecting. Thanks for making assumptions about me. 
Uh, nobody watches the Earth movies anymore. That's so old. Well, I'm from Earth, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, Cliff hears you say that you're from Earth, and he <laughs> says, um, <laughs> Oh, hey there, couldn't help but, but over here, uh, I, I heard you were from Earth, too. Um, are all of you people as crazy as that guy over there that's trying to roast a graham cracker? That guy is an imbecile. Yeah, he tried to tip our boat over. He almost got us all killed. <laughs> Isn't the lake fake? <laughs> yeah, but it's still super dangerous. You know, we can't take any risk like that. Not not since the accident. What? Cliff, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, sure, but uh, we wouldn't want to get sued. Like, listen to what you're saying. <laughs> what? Yeah, we could barely open the place back up after that. And, and so, like, we don't take any chances, you know. If anyone is crazy, it is you, Cliff. I am... <laughs> what is this, and how did I get involved? And she's gonna, uh... She's gonna pull a, um... A hand-rolled, uh, cigarette that's probably gonna have a little bit of, uh... Something else in there, and she'll light it up and just kinda... As you're doing that, uh... You start to hear guitar music coming from behind you. You, you all turn around or turn towards that direction and you see a guy walking out with uh, khaki shorts and a, a blue polo and he's got like a sort of um, Carlton style uh, sweater wrapped around him and he's got the wide brim hat with the, the little fish hooks on it and everything like that and he's got his guitar. What the fuck are the fish hooks for? It's just a, a thing. You've never seen a hat with uh, no, like, fish hooks on it? Normally you wear the fish hook hat because you have a lake to go fishing in. Where the fuck is he using You have a hooks? lake right behind you. <laughs> you have a beautiful, pristine, crystalline lake behind you. <laughs> I am so confused right now. <laughs> and so uh, he, he walks out and he's like, Oh, hey, everybody. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I got to stop you there. Uh, we can't have smoking. Like, you know, we're, we're outdoor bonding, you know? Like, we want to have clean air going into our lungs or whatever. Are you're... you Travis? Yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up, Travis. <laughs> oh, hey, let's let's calm down on the hostilities. Like, uh... Oh, hey, yo, Travis. You know, uh, Travis! Yo, what the fuck we doing here, man? What he said. Yo, you know you called us, right? You know we was all in the band before. You trying to get us back together? Some sort of paparazzi-ass shit right here? You from motherfucking tabloid or some shit? Whoa, let's, uh... Let's take down the hostility in the area, guys. Come on. Like, camp is about friendship We and are going to continue to be in a very aggravated state because you are the only person that knew that we were coming and you have just shown up now and then all you're going to say is calm down? Go fuck yourself, Travis. Yeah, thanks for leaving us hanging, homie. That's just whack. I gotta... I found myself wandering all around this bullshit-ass place, trying to find a place, and I gotta take a top bunk at some kids or some shit. Like, where's my place? This this was supposed to be a big deal. I was supposed to have a workshop and a place to stay, and you know I'm like, I'm still in a band, right? I'm like, a, a fucking rap group. I'm like the top of the charts hip-hop. I'm, I, you can't treat me like this. Shut the fuck up, James. <laughs> Yo, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, everyone. You're whack as fuck, this James. Is... You're oh, whack yeah. as fuck. You are what literally the worst your, your rapper. Amazing rap skills out ever here. heard. Motherfucker. Everyone, you, you this is go? just a big you misunderstanding. Wanna, you, no, seriously. No, absolutely. By all means. Come on. 
Let's no, like turn on your stupid thing. Let's see what you got. The only place I want to go is off this <laughs> dick ass planet. Thorn starts going, fight, fight, <laughs> fight, fight. <laughs> A couple of the uh, trainees start like chiming in on that too. And then like all of a sudden all of that is uh, interrupted by a very loud um, whistle. Like a sports whistle kind of thing. Uh, James I, dials down one of his earpieces. <laughs> <laughs> I look around. Who's whistling? It's uh, Travis. He, like, you know, then drops the, the whistle back down to his chest. And he's like, okay, everybody, let's calm our nerves. Mm. And, you know, let's... How about you three just kind of chill out a little bit? And um, I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you later everything that's been going on. Yo, you'll it's explain okay. to us right we now what the fuck, this. Travis. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, as you know, um, the Quasar is going to be pointed at us soon. So, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff to take care of with the facility so that, you know, the whole thing doesn't vaporize and any, everything like that. And that uh, we can still go home and have a good day after everybody's what done here and everything. What the fuck, so. Travis? And <laughs> our, one of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning. And, uh, what the I kinda fuck, had Travis? To- I understand why you could be a little perturbed. Why but, uh, the fuck do you have a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> I always have a guitar at campfire time. Okay? No, you need <laughs> to put the fucking guitar down right now and at least pretend to have some sort of gravity for the situation. Okay, fair. And uh, he takes the guitar and then he... Um, Passes it over to uh, to Thorn, uh, who just takes it and kind of starts like noodling around on it and stuff like that. With Sh- it, no, no, stuff. So no, no noodling, no noodling, <laughs> absolutely like, not. I can't. No, I can't even noodle. Th- somebody's fucking missing, and you want to noodle? You're just gonna play a few arpeggios right now. That seems like the appropriate response. <sighs> okay, so Travis, somebody went missing this morning. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's just the hab keeper, you know, he might be somewhere just, you know, working on something, getting getting things ready, and, and maybe just didn't communicate with me, and it might have been my Does fault. Does he usually for, do that? No, but, uh, and it might be a prank by the, the kids that left earlier, that every time it's the end of season, some kids get together and they pull a big prank on us, and, like, you know, maybe he's part of it. I don't know. But, um... Anyways, like, there's a lot of safety stuff that had to be taken care of in his absence. Is and there so I was any care way of that you can get to a fucking point? Yeah, let, let's chill out. Continue on. You guys will still be paid for your gigs and still no, be able to no, do them. No, 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 no. We need to find missing person. Also, James, this is not fucking over. We will be finishing this at some point. You do understand, Yeah, I don't right? think that we're on a first-name basis here anymore, homie. Not your fucking homie, James. Yeah, you got that right. As you guys are um, are arguing about this, there's, like, these, um, not exactly, like, windows, um, but, like, kind of clear panels that are on the far edges of both sides of the, the habitat. And um, they are now switching from, like, you know, you can see the, the blackness of space, and now they're starting to go a little bit, like, a red outside. And so that red is starting to carry on on the inside and, and tint everything in here. There you go. That That's the, the quasars pointed this way. It's like, you know, we're going to start getting some 
some interesting effects. Uh, some of the power might go in and out a little bit and everything. And that's what I was preparing for today. And that's the, the slack that I had to take up and, and for all of you. And so I don't really appreciate all the, the, the negativity, you know, where I'm just trying to keep everybody safe. So Travis, do you know why we three people were brought here for camp? I was supposed to do a symposium. Yeah, for, for our counselors, uh, you know, the Brantley Swindon set it all up and said you guys were like totally going to be down to, to do this for us and um, it would be no, nothing out of pocket for us and, and he would take care of everything. And so real quick, uh, Brantley Swindon is your manager or was your manager as uh, the Aldrins. Are you fucking kidding me? Why would he think that we would want to do this? It was pretty clear when we broke up that this wasn't going to happen again. I'm going to dial him right now. Please do. By the way, all of your uh, your space um, cellular phones, uh, they look like 80s cell phones that are fucking gigantic with the big antenna. Awesome. Of course they do. As soon as you like start to dial the number, uh, you notice that there's like um, the error message pops up and um, it, it can't connect. And the red coming in from these uh, portholes or whatever is just like getting deeper and deeper red. All right, Travis, what do we have to do to be safe? Uh, We have to stay right here. We're in the center of the structure. Um, Everything's going to be fine. Like, you know, we we did all the checks. Everything's oriented the right way so that the... kidding me? the rocky surface of the asteroid will absorb most of the energy from the, the pulsar. We're, we're going to be fine. In fact, like, um, we should start like going around and, and everybody like uh, introduce us to yourselves when he points to the, the first person of the new people. Travis, the only person that I hate more than Busted Cap here is you now. <laughs> And he doesn't look at you as you say this, and he's just looking at the person he um, pointed to, which is uh, the sideways hat guy, Burton, who starts to tell his life story. Hey, hey, sideways hat, sideways hat. Shut the fuck up. We are not going to play this game. We're not going to introduce each other. Travis, I have an idea, and I'm going, and she's going to find uh, some sort of an object around, and... Uh, like, is there anything that's, like, very obvious and kind of weird? She's trying to make a talking stick. And you're only going to be allowed to talk when you have the talking stick. And so I want something to, like, stand in for that. There's the axes over by the by the stump. <laughs> oh, dope. <laughs> or dope, or dope, one dope, of the dope. oars that are just, like, rubber on the end. Oh, that would be hilarious, too. Okay. This is the talking oar. If you do not have the oar, you are not allowed to talk. Travis, you are not allowed to have the ore ever again. (laughs) And I honestly would consider having this quasar boil me through to my insides, just knowing that it would take you to, Travis. Knowing that it would take you to. (laughs) Here, take the talking ore. Uh, he, like, does a half-reach for it and then looks at your face and then, like, slowly pulls his hand back. (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna have the ore off to Switzerland. Alright, so there's somebody missing. 
We're in the middle of a quasar. I assume that this is normal quasar, and we're probably going to be stuck here for a good few hours until it's done. We should probably be looking for the missing... Where's that really annoying woman? Is she around here somewhere? Oh, yeah, Mindy. Where's Mindy at? Um, make notice checks, everybody. Six. So when you say Mindy, Travis says, Mika. Oh, sorry. And then he looks down at the ground. <laughs> I'm going to uh, thwack him with the rubber end of the uh, oar. <laughs> oh! Four. It dents his hat, too. I got an eight. So, yeah, you, you all notice that uh, Mika's not there. It would appear, Travis, that two people are now missing. How quaint. Travis, why don't you take the oar for a second and explain to us exactly what we're going to do. Oh, wait, you can't have the ore. So instead, what you're going to do, Travis, is you're going to go and put your nose on the wall. Because now there's two people missing. <laughs> he makes that face like the okay meme and then goes over <laughs> and like puts his nose against the wall. Does anyone have an idea of what we should do or what we can do? Or what areas of this camp will still be safe for us to at least do a little bit of recon and try and find Mindy? Uh, well, like, uh, we can go to my folks' house. It's on the other side of the lake. Your folks live here? Yeah, you know, I grew up here. They're not they're not home right now, but, like, you know, like, in fact, I was going to throw a party there. Like, Y'all were going to be cool with it and stuff, but I guess that's... Would it be protected from the quasar, you moron? No one cares about your party. Yeah, it's not outside, Shah. So wait, anywhere indoors is fine, then? Yeah, like, I mean, like, as long as you don't get too close to the to the ends or anything, or you try to go out into the airlocks or, like, you know, out in the space or anything like that. Wait, so we can explore anywhere while this quasar is going on and we're fine? Yeah, as long as you don't, like, you know, go out of the, the habitat, yeah. Travis? I need you to nod yes or no. Did you lie to me? He shakes his head no. They also make you not walk on the lake because it's dangerous. I'm just going to, like, stare kind of blankly at Charlie. All right. <laughs> All in favor of going to Frat Bro's house, say aye. Uh. Um, a bunch of people uh, raise their hand, and Thorn, like, um, they, like, way raises his hands. And he's like, All right! <laughs> What about you, Switzerland? Well, shouldn't we check all of the like buildings and stuff on the camp? So we can go to Frat Bro's house later, but we should check all the buildings real quick and make sure she's not in one of them. Frat Bro? Yeah, like, sure. But as long as we go to my house after, because it's like, you know, the place to go, you know? Is there booze there? Please tell me there's booze. Oh, hell yeah, bro. I mean, sis. <laughs> it's cool. Lead on. She's gonna pull out her flask and take a long sip from it. Alright, yeah, and just uh take your pick of the the you know, buildings, buildings. on that little map. I'll start or with whatever. the closest one to the campfire. Um, they're all equidistant from the campfire, the campfire's in the middle. Awesome. I will go with the first one furthest to the left. Oh, okay. So uh yeah, that would be the uh the boys' bunk, bunkhouse. Okay, I'm going to walk into the boys' bunkhouse. Travis is still kind of like has his nose against the wall over in the uh, 
over like by the big bunkhouse or a big uh big house or whatever but yeah you guys uh go to the to the bunkhouse and open the door and um yeah there's nobody in there y'all we need to like go look at all the buildings can we just all pick a building and go look real quick to see if she's in there <clears throat> yep i'm out peace i'm gonna go to the one with the dot <laughs> okay and then um yeah, like the different, you know, people kind of chime in and, and say, yeah, we'll do it. And, and including most of the older counselors and stuff like that. I'm impulsive, so okay. I'm not being stealthy about it at all. I'm just like barging through the door and walking around. All right. So, uh, yeah, you in particular, um, James, uh, roll me a uh, notice check for looking around the. Um... That's an eight. So, uh, yeah, you go into this um, building and. Um, just like before you go into each of these rooms, Travis has gone in there with you. And um, he's like, yeah, you know, here's the, the mess hall in the kitchen. And he takes you in there. You go into the um, tiki torch room and um, the lights have stopped working and everything. So, um, you know, like you're having to use like some of your devices and stuff to, to have it lit. And um you know, he brings you around to the back and he even opens uh, the furthest back door that's um, that's at the end of the hallway and he unlocks it and he's like, yeah, this is my office, you know, where I keep my guitar and everything. Oh yeah, I should probably remember to get that and bring it back in here at some point. Um, but yeah, there's, there's my bed and like, you know, there's nobody in here. You got anything else besides that guitar? You got any like jump pads or anything uh no i don't um thorn is like right by you too he's like oh i got a whole setup in my house bro yo we, we gotta get that party jumping when we go down there hell yeah man and he like lifts up his hands for a high five <laughs> um are you gonna leave thorn hanging <laughs> are you really gonna do that after he said he was gonna party <laughs> with you and you were gonna use his musical equipment Bro, high fives aren't really James' style, but you know he's just gonna do it. He's at camp. Okay, I will turn this podcast around. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but he does that weird, like that black guy with the kind of pursed lips, like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there, there's nothing in this place. Um, and he knocks on the the other door that was locked earlier, and uh, he goes. Uh, Mika, are you in there? Uh, if you are, like, come on out. Like, we're kind of worried about you and stuff and trying to figure all this out. Um, and he goes and tries the door and it's still locked and everything. Yeah, she's got it locked, so I don't, I don't think there's much I can do. Uh, after Earth, I didn't have any weapons or anything, so I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna try and kick it in. Finally, I get to kick something. All right, uh, roll, uh, fighting. <clears throat> that three i'm gonna bend it okay i'm gonna use my i can double benny if i want to just blow them all sure shut up kim <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> i ended up with a nat one man you really blew them all man <laughs> took all of them and just blew them i'm out of bennies i'm just imagining one of the the album covers of uh what is it, Rhyme Crimes or whatever, where it <laughs> yeah. looks like Metallica's Kill em All, and it's just blow them all. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, like, um, you didn't get the door to budge, um, and, uh, 
it doesn't sound like anybody's in there or anything like that. And so um, Thorne's like, yeah, I guess we should like check out some of the other places or just, you know, go to my place or whatever. Yeah, I this bullshit anyway. All right. And then um, you leave that room. Um, building four and six have already been checked by the time you come out, which four was the um, ladies uh, dormitory. Number six was um, sports equipment um, shed and stuff. And so uh, seven is the uh, tool shed. So who's going in? I'll go into the tool shed. Sure, why not? Um, yeah, go ahead and roll a uh, notice check for me. I got a four. Ten. All right. Um, you go in there and uh, there's like a lot of like kind of scratches on the floor at, at one part um, that looked like metal had been dragged across like because the floor is like kind of concrete and stuff okay. and then um, there's like uh, a bunch of tools kind of like hanging in particular um, spaces and stuff on these like pegboard sort of things and then um, there's one area where like um, there was an axe hanging there but the axe is no longer there and so um after you uh, look around a little bit more in there, um, you notice that there's an axe on the um, ground kind of leaning up against the, um, the doorway. Somebody didn't put the axe away right. I'm going to grab it and put it back up on the thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it fits perfectly. I think it's uh, readily apparent what's going on here, don't you think? So there's metal scraping points on the floor. Does it look, is there metal shelving or metal boxes or metal anything in here that would make that kind of mark? Do I think? Almost, almost everything in there has metal on it at some okay. point. But it's like these um, two like sort of notches that are real close to each other. Um, and they go in like a sort of um, circular pattern and then like kind of like get jagged a little bit. And then like um, some at one point go in like a straight line. Taylor, how much do you remember about Earth? Quite a bit. Why? This, it's a camp, right? Yeah. Somebody purposefully modeled it to be a very 80s-style camp. An axe went missing. We found it. We know that it was an axe. They're scraping. People are missing. Yeah. I mean, let's put them all together. We're in some sort of a horror simulation, and I assume... That it's to try and get me to somehow forgive that asshole, James Lamb. Well, I don't know if you would ever forgive him, but um, I wonder if somebody just really doesn't like us and wants us to be killed or taken care of or something. I highly doubt that any of these missing people are hurt at all. I also think that Travis, as incompetent as he is, is probably some sort of an actor. Hmm. And this entire thing is a setup. Well... You always were good with the conspiracy theories. It's not a conspiracy. Think about it. It's the only thing that makes sense. She's going to pull a little bit of powder out and put it on her hand and... <laughs> totally rolling my eyes. Charlie, like, it's really, really weird that we're all here and our manager agreed to this. 
Believe me, once we're done with this, he is no longer going to be my manager, and you can be assured of that. There is no way in hell that I'm going to continue to employ that man after these shenanigans that he has fucking pulled. This is absolutely unacceptable, and I do not understand how he would would in any way, shape, or form go against our wishes, because we we have explained that in perpetuity we are broken up, and there is no way, shape, or form that we are ever going to have any sort of reunion tour, and it is clause in our contracts. Yeah, I I remember all of this from when it went down. It's, I mean, you guys just can't get along anymore, and James is a fucking twat, and you're, well, you're putting sugar up your nose every little bit here, so obviously you're not any better. I'm too, I'm great. I'm the best I've ever been. Thank you very much, Taylor. Right. I mean, lyric-wise, you've always been amazing, but, um... Regardless, we're stuck here, and it you're right. It feels very horror-ish, but, like, I was expecting blood, you know? like. Well, that's why I think it's a setup. Hmm. You know, that would make more sense. So, can we, like, party or something or now, or what? Yes, fret, bro. Switzerland and I are coming. Yeah, we might as well. <laughs> it's not a good horror movie without a party. All right. And so, uh, yeah, he leads you out of there and uh, starts to lead you guys over to um, Building 8 on the map, which is on the other side of the lake. Um, Takes a little while to get there, walking through the woods and and everything, but eventually you see that there's another big beach that that is on the north side of this lake, and uh, a a way bigger house than um, all the buildings on the other side of the lake combined. And the dock is also, like, about, like, three times longer. <laughs> what do you think they're compensating for? <laughs> what are they always compensating for? Mm. Fair enough. You know, if we had enough wood, I bet we could make the dock, like, go all the way to the camp. I just look at Charlie. <laughs> She'll return the exact <laughs> same look. Just just a wee lad look. <laughs> Is the house lit up at all, or is it dark until we get there? It's it's dark. Like you can see the silhouette of it, like because of the red coming through the um end window things of the cylinder. But yeah, it's like completely dark. Oh, but it's okay though. We got like uh, backup batteries and stuff. So you guys have like backup batteries, but the camp doesn't, and they are supposed to have like lots of kids and stuff around. Yeah, this is kind of like a rare situation. Um, you know. We haven't had a, a quasar like this ever. Of course not. It's really weird for the, them to be in this part of the, you know, Great Attractor too. Like other galaxies have this kind of random event all the time and stuff, but uh, you know, that's that's really weird for here. Hmm. Is it? Yeah, everything's managed. The, the whole the whole galaxy. Hmm. You should take us to this drum set. Yeah, all right. Uh, and then, like, he um, does the double slide doors open um, to the, like, kind of bottom. It's almost like a, the whole house is on stilts, and there's, like, a um, a room underneath the, this kind of, like, ground-level basement sort of deal. But it's, like, a sort of bachelor pad for him and stuff. So it's, like, got all the kind of younger 20s dude-like stuff in there and everything. But yeah, definitely big television. Like, there's a pool table down there. There's like a little kitchenette sort of thing. 
and um none of the dishes are done in it like they're just all stacked up in the sink none of there's no dishes in any of the cabinets they're all dirty in the sink when charlie looks around and she sees like the furniture and stuff she uh fully intends on making sure that before this party is over that it is broken (laughs) (laughs) like and unbeknownst to you guys back in um Back in the the other like big house that was in the the campsite and stuff, um, Travis was like you know putting his guitar back and everything, and um, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> he he like you know puts it down and then he hears uh, footsteps coming down the the main hallway. He's like, um, oh thank God, Mika, uh, I'm glad you're back. Uh, you know everybody's been looking for you and we still haven't found. Uh, the hab keeper and all that, and, um, Mika? Is that, is that you? Hello? Hey, I know somebody's there. I thought everybody went over to the... Hey, what? Are you just here alone? What's... What do you got there? Oh, no, you, you're not... And so, uh, back at you guys. <laughs> Thorn makes his way to the, like, battery box and everything, and flips the power back on. And the house lights up, and he takes you guys upstairs, and uh, there's, like, a music room up there that's got, like, uh, everything you can imagine in there. And there's also, like, a a main floor, and then there's also, like, two stairwells that go up to a a top floor and everything where all the bedrooms are. I definitely start rigging up the equipment to have a party room. All right. (laughs) And how do you, um, where do you want to set up the music uh, the biggest dance hall area. Okay, so let me guess. You want to put the music stuff upstairs on the balcony to where, like, everybody can dance on the downstairs part? Sounds good to me. All right, cool. Everybody's helping you guys uh, kind of set up all this equipment, too, as you're giving them uh, orders and everything. Oh, wow. I haven't played the keyboard in ages. I wonder if I can still... And then after it's set up, I'll just sit down and start plucking away. Okay. Every time you press a key, the whole room shakes like... (laughs) I've definitely turned the volume down. And uh, all the other people are starting to get, like, uh, super excited and everything, too. And uh, drinks are being passed around, um, you know, other substances. And red light is just filtering in through all the windows of this mansion, too. Can I safely say that all our stuff is set up now? Yep. And it took a little while. But, uh, but yeah, it's all set up now. What up, party people? Welcome to Planet Dick! And I'm going to hit the button and the music is just going to go off. Did you say Planet Dick? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Dude? What <laughs> the fucking fuck? <laughs> And everybody's like, yeah, and they're all like, huh. did that dude say planet dick? <laughs> and Thor's like, who cares? And everybody's like, yeah. And so everybody's like jumping up and down, fists in the air and everything going along with the beat. Um, so uh, what song are you playing first? Name a, name a song from your, uh... <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to call this one uh, No Respect. With two C's at the end. Oh my god. <laughs> From your most recent album? Yeah. <laughs> so I would imagine that um, 
neither Allison or uh, Charlotte would start to play your songs. <laughs> nope. <clears throat> oh yeah, dude. Like I am like nowhere to be found. Uh, like if that, if if James Lamb's music is being played, Charlotte wants to be as far away from that as humanly possible. <laughs> He just starts the drum beat himself, and so that's the only musical accompaniment. It is the drum machine. <laughs> yep. I definitely, I definitely did not expect my bandmates to jump in with me, no matter what I played. I think that after a little while, um, Charlie is going to uh, go up and um, kind of insert herself uh, on maybe like the drum machine or something like that and like start a beat and then go over and grab a guitar and start looping with the pedal as well and all the time like she's just taking fucking long pulls and basically after like none of this is playing right now like it's all just like syncing up like I think that she's got some sort of uh, like built-in bluetooth headphone or something like that that's just like attached to her uh body or head or ears or I don't fucking know but we'll come up with something cool anyway whatever you need you got it (laughs) if she's gonna get up on stage I'm not gonna be friends with her but I'll respect the art and just cooperate okay so she's gonna push the fader all the way over and it's basically just going to cut from what James was doing and into like this dark rooting like industrial sort of uh song and she's gonna look at him and just kind of nod her head all right after having a in-depth discussion with the hippo centaur i (laughs) (laughs) will come join them and jump on the keyboard since they seem to be getting along i'm gonna try to help that Charlie's going to yell into the microphone, Let me see you fucking kill somebody! (laughs) And everybody goes, Yeah! (laughs) And uh, definitely now some of the furniture is starting to get, like, thrown around, and, like, you hear bottles breaking and stuff like that. And, um, Thorn is just like, Oh my fucking god, this is the best party I've ever had! (laughs) What if uh, Thorn like brought up one of the Aldrin's records and like uh, brought it to whoever was on the turntable to like you know possible remix sort of, sort of thing? Would, I'm would gonna you be... I'm gonna stare at him and <laughs> just look down at the record and back up of him, and then I'm gonna take a swig of beer and just lift it up and uh, hold it over to Charlie. She is just going to fling it out into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, right after that happens, uh, the power goes out. And everything, like, abruptly stops. If this is your first time listening to LCP D&D, welcome aboard. We are an actual play and audio drama podcast, and our main arc so far has been Fillmore's Crossing, a fantasy western D&D homebrew. But having just wrapped up season one of that, we decided to try something experimental with this sci-fi musical Savage Worlds adventure. The next episode will finish the story of this pilot opening, and then we'll be moving on to other stories in this life of the reunited Aldrins. Assuming they don't kill each other along the way. 
If you'll stick around after this outro, I'll play a couple trailers from our other LCP content that we've created so you can get a feel of what all we do here. But first, I'll let you know, we have a Discord where we hang out with our community members, post memes, play TTRPGs, and you're more than welcome to jump into that with us. Find the Discord link in any of our episode descriptions or at lcpdnd.com. Find us also on Twitter at lcpdnd. Chris Riley, today's GM, is at chrisreillylcp. Tim Demuse, who plays Charlotte, is at idagrabyourgun. Kim Metzger, who plays Allison Taylor, is at Metzgirl, that's M-E-T-Z girl. She can also be found on the podcast's Beholder's Eye and Service Desk. I, Brian Bridges, the player of James Lamb, aka Bust the Cap, <laughs> am at Manly Brian. If you want to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash lcpdnd and pledge any amount of money there. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you around. LCP D&D presents Fillmore's Crossing. You go into a mining settlement called Fillmore's Crossing. A fantasy western D&D adventure that's filled with comedy. Do y'all know what the control zone is? You guys, you guys probably the, like the zone. Where you get I fucking hate both of you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Mystery. We were just at the saloon and I witnessed a man, if you can call him that, rip another man's head off. Do you think we're dealing with demons? Drama. Damn it, woman. You have no reason to go and wake up my son. All I want to do is buy shit. Y'all folk are the reason that this is all getting messed up. Poor and shit. now you're going to go and. Does a 20 hit your armor class, Igmit? Yep. <laughs> and horror. Oh, y'all gotta go. We, we gotta get out of here. Get out the back door. We gotta run. We got nothing now. Listen to the entire season one arc by searching LCPDND on your favorite podcast service or find us at LCPDND.com. The phone call that I just received, it was about a call. Unfortunately, it's not in New York. You will be going to uh, Ontario, Canada. He'll like take a super dangerous uh, exit, like <laughs> like last minute, just squealing across the uh, hash marks. And I think he probably hits just a little bit of one of those uh, yellow barrels with all the water in them. <laughs> <laughs> this is all kind of weird. Like, you know, they said it was the hoser. I mean, your dad did call us. I'm just saying, the hoser? Yeah, I never heard of it. Like, you know, I, I grew up in California. There is a creature of folklore <laughs> called the Hoser near Lake Nipissing. You heard of it? No, I am just so incredibly shocked right now. Listen to the Hoser of Lake Nipissing by searching LCPDND on your favorite podcast service. You remember that one time that my fake testicle fell out of my pouch? <laughs> and I was late for the podcast. What the fuck? I just want to remedy something real quick before we get started. No. That we should have done a long time ago. Hopefully it's to remind me why I wrote down sex star when we did the session zero <laughs> and I don't remember what it was for. <laughs> I can't help you with that one. I'm sorry. I have no idea. <laughs> no. I just want to say... <clears throat> Keep hoping and dreaming and you will soar. I feel better. <laughs> yeah. I'm completely lost and I don't know what song you're singing. I want to say it's probably a Creed song, but... <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
It's the song that Scott Stapp wrote to encourage the Florida Marlins to stop sucking. Hmm. Oh. See, I prefer sucking, so, you know, whatever. Well, you should play for the Marlins then. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly I should. All right. Uh, I want to hear some more reasons of why I was late, Tim. (laughs) You remember that one time? (laughs) (laughs) That my mom caught me masturbating, so I was late for the podcast. That didn't happen. You remember that one time (laughs) that my dad and I were watching porn together and I was late for the podcast? All right, I don't want to hear any more reasons. (laughs) You remember that one time that my cousin and I were butt-fucking and I was late for the podcast? Gosh. Oh, gosh. I keep thinking he's done and then they just get worse. Oh, man. You remember that one time that I gave birth to my nephew-uncle? <laughs> and I was late for the podcast. Nephew-uncle, nephew-uncle. Where is my kid? I created my own nephew-uncle. What are you What are you even saying? It's your nephew uncle. uncle. Oh, 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 or your or your uncle nephew or your <laughs> uncle new. <laughs> your unk new. Unk new. I created my own unk new. Yeah, that mo- that works a lot better actually. <laughs> I gotta get something to drink if I'm gonna put up with this bullshit. That's okay. I mean that's fair. <laughs> You remember that one time when I needed something to drink in order to do the podcast? Oh, wait. That's every time. Oh, I haven't had anything to drink. Only Brian. That's what I mean. Every time. Brian. Oh. I'm sure that's part of the reason he doesn't understand collaborative storytelling. (laughs) What if Brian only went bald after he met Tim online? (laughs) 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 Just tore all his hair out. I can't take it. (laughs) 